Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Convery. I am your host, Brian Convery. Coffee with Convery is an intimate, upfront, and personal coffee chat with some of the amazing, intriguing, and inspiring students and young talent I have met over the years. This podcast series is meant for all audience, students, new grads, career service counselors, parents, recruiters, lifetime learners with a passion for the skills of the future of work. My guest today is Ashani Gupta, a wake border and animal activist, Rotman Commerce student from the University of Toronto, majoring in a double specialized degree in business commerce, finance, economics, and with a minor in mathematics. Wow, what a great degree and focus you have there, Ashani. So welcome to the show. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit more about you? Uh, yeah, so hi, Brian. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Uh, so lovely to be here. So uh, I think everybody now knows my school and uh, what I studied for my intro. So I think uh, a good place to start would be like why I chose to do math and physics in addition to my commerce degree. Uh, I absolutely love math. And I think uh, the other day I was actually talking with one of my economics professors about this um, complicated model. And we were joking about how models are a lie. And if you want the truth, you should probably go to philosophy or math. And I think uh, everything that I've learned about like logic or reasoning or even people skills and uh, developing good thinking skills it's gotta be for math. And I almost love how it kind of turns your brain inside out. And I enjoy all the subjects that I'm taking, but, uh, and, and I wanna definitely build my career in finance, but I didn't wanna let go of this area that I'm so interested in. And even if that required, I guess, taking some extra courses or not building such a traditional degree. And, I guess, aside from school, I think one thing that's really shaped my personality and um, outlook is that I've had the opportunity to actually live in quite a few different places from around the world. And uh, some of those places, as an example, would include India, Sri Lanka, Hong Kong, um, Shanghai, Vancouver, to name a few. And I mean, I'm finally here now for school, but uh, this has really taught me some stuff about, you know, approaching people and more subtle things for sure. And it's usually how I connect with people. Typically, I guess a shared experience will come up in a conversation about their background or something definitely led to some interesting stuff. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I had forgotten about all the different places you have lived and, uh, and all the different experiences that you've gained from that, um, you know, really, really interesting and uh, gives you quite a good, different perspective, I can imagine. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's also one of the reasons, you know, I wanted that international experience and wanted to try something challenging. And it led me to accepting an internship in Hong Kong, like for one of my previous summers. So I think, yeah, I definitely recommend it to anybody and everybody. That's awesome. So, you know, we're going, but to get us going, I always like to ask my guests a few get to know you questions, get us warmed up. So a couple of sort of fun and, and I guess rapid fire questions. What is your most used emoji? Um, okay, so the face palm emoji for sure. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> that one that one is frequently used it's 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 an interesting time and i mean everything's just so jumbled up sometimes and i'm kind of one of those people who like figure out the the more challenging stuff or like the hard question and then miss out on like the little 0.5 more computational question or the punchline for the joke so that one that one's been a frequent one for me I, I love it. I love it. That's the first one that I've heard. So that's good. Um, uh, if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Okay, I think this one might be, maybe people don't know about this one, but uh, I lived in Sri Lanka for some time. And I think my favorite cuisine is Sri Lankan. And the one dish that I like from there is string hoppers, yellow coconut, potato curry, and coconut sambal. And that all together is just one of the most fantastic meals I've ever had. And I would take that with me for the rest of my life. Oh my gosh, I have to Google that and see. Can you make it yourself or? Unfortunately, I can't. And every time I think about it, my 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 eyes get a little teary because I. <laughs> it's just oh man like it's so difficult like the authentic the authentic way of making it you can't really get it at a restaurant so i just i just reminisce about that um sometimes when i think back about when i was living in sri lanka for sure nice nice how about um what's your favorite way to spend a day off okay so um I like to wake up early. I, I love to, one of my favorite things in the morning is having tea, but on a day off, I like to really take time for that, make like a more special tea. And I like to kind of sit in the bed uh, <laughs> and eat like macaroons with my tea. I, I know that's really bad, but I, <laughs> that's probably my favorite way to just relax in the morning. Sounds like a guilty pleasure for sure. That's amazing. It is. It really is. <laughs> and then I guess the next question I always ask is, do you hit the snooze button or wake up immediately? I, I guess you might have just answered that question, but maybe not. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm, I'm a super early person. I'm one of those really strange morning people you might have come across occasionally. <laughs> and what is your favorite word? Um, uh serendipity i think very very representative of like things that happen just on a day-to-day -day in life and it's a positive word i like it nice nice so many students like you have made you know the high school to the post-secondary school transition entering the workforce for internships and and international ones as well that you've experienced um would you I'd like maybe to take us on your journey a bit and talk about how it's been going so far for you and, and what, what key lessons have you learned along the way that maybe some of our listeners and other students might want to think about um, as they're thinking through their journeys. Okay, so um, I guess I'll, I'll brief, briefly like tell you about my journey. Um, my family moved to Vancouver uh, when I was in around grade 10 and then I moved to Toronto for school by myself and in terms of a transition to the workplace I've been really lucky that I've gotten some internships so as I mentioned earlier uh, for my previous summer I worked for Gap which is like a clothing company and a corporate finance um, internship in Hong Kong 
and I, I, you know, I really wanted international experience and you get to learn so much from doing something different. And it's a well-known company, great opportunity for sure. And uh, that taught me a lot about where my interests lie. So it really, like when I went into it, I didn't really know what it was. I kind of had an idea, but it really clarified what I wanted to do and mm -hmm. work I wanted to do going forward. So that led me to... Uh, looking into sales and trading and most recently i worked at rbc capital markets as a equity sales and trading intern um and i mean i absolutely absolutely loved it and i know going into it i i really feel like it opened my eyes up to a whole new world like i knew what i was getting into but it was so much more enriching than i I could have ever imagined. So I'm looking to continue that going forward. So mm -hmm. I think I know what I want to do now. And I think in terms of the second part of the question, an important thing that I've learned has to be, uh, you know, think for yourself, learn to articulate your story and your true self. And I think like also seek the initiative to learn as much information early on as possible. Like that's what helped me make certain decisions. And I almost feel like I should have even gone out and gotten more information because there's a wealth of information out there. And until you start getting into it, I think there's no way you have to sift through that information and make decisions based off of that information because like I said, like there's a wealth of information out there, but it's not always the right stuff and it's not always helpful to you or applicable to you and it can be vague. And so a podcast like this and having like networking or, or talking to people, really going out there in, in a networking setting and just trying to understand like, hey, what, what did this person do? And they got maybe 20 years on me or 10 years on me. Like they must have learned something, right? They must have made a mistake or two and really like they know how careers work. They know how career paths work. They know how to move in organizations. They know what's really possible in an organization, what's not, what are good good cultures, bad cultures, how that can help you, um, you know, in as you start. Like for me, it was really important that I get the opportunity to talk to people and really pick their brains because they're industry professionals. And having that attitude and mindset to really just go in and not treat it as like, okay, hi, I'm here. This is my name. This is my school. And please like give me a job or I want to talk to you so that I can, you know, get a job. Like this is our first conversation. Like, would you do something for somebody the first time that they <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I don't know, you know, so it's like a different approach or different mindset for sure. And then the first thing I said was, I guess, think for yourself. And that, with that, I think it's really important. I'll, I'll tell you what I mean. Um, I think university is like this generally confusing time. And I've seen this happen with people where I think they box themselves in or feel like they have to do things a certain way. Like um, an example that I think is very common that I've seen is, oh, you know, I have to have four different clubs and I have to be doing 50 dif different things and I'm taking 10 case competitions and that's going to get me a job. And I think, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think that's fantastic if that's what you're truly interested in enjoying and gain value from it. But 
I think sometimes there's this tunnel vision and it's okay to know it. You mm-hmm. can do different things, like choose how you want to spend four years of your life and your time and be selfish with that. Like, I think one thing that helped me is I'm, I'm not a club person. I did that stuff early on before I came to university and I decided that I want to focus on developing my communication and also like building knowledge in the financial industry because that's where I wanted to work. So instead I opted for public speaking groups and this informal student group where we go through economic and financial news. And at the end of the day, like that's I think what helped me land my job and do well in my job as well, because you really have to know how to process information where I wanted to go. So I think being able to articulate that, like why you chose to do what you chose to do and not feeling like you need to do the typical stuff that just everybody's doing um, is really important. And I think that would be something I've learned along the way for sure. Amazing. And I'm actually hanging on every word you've been saying because this is the crux of why I wanted to do this podcast. And for folks like yourself to share that, it is your own journey and what you want to do and how you want to do it. And I I also like that you learned and understood and now are, have a, have a realization around the fact that there's so much information out there, but it sometimes is misleading or misguiding or too much to digest. So really, really Ashani, great, great response to this question. I hope, I hope our listeners, um, are thinking about their journey now and some of the things they've been thinking about because success is not measured just in a one way um, track. It's it's measured in various ways of learning and understanding. So thank you for sharing um, your journey and what you've learned. You know, on that note, uh, I often hear too, and I often ask the question because I wonder if there's something that you think you might have learned or or something that you think that should be taught in school that that isn't. Okay. um, Yeah, for sure. Great question. I think um, I think the school should be asking this, really. I think the university should be focusing on this one. Uh, But I think this is a bit of an impossible question for me. I I think I I just think that school needs to be revolutionized almost completely, like on a massive scale. I think education today, um, the way I've seen it is somewhat of a reflection of the past and maybe not a a, a good representation or a good foundation for like the future i think um i I won't say one thing to be taught in school that that isn't i'll just give like a little bit more of a broad answer and i'll say like i think there needs to be a focus on innovation technology like um just so much more than hey guys like go read chapters three to six in your textbook and come back to me because i think we have things like google and we have things like uh you know a lot of the time those are not the issues that we're dealing with in the workplace or real life i think um there needs to be a focus on learning the latest stuff that's coming out maybe whether it's in the sciences or technology or um architecture i don't know like why doesn't a city like toronto have crazy cool architecture like a sky bridge or something like cool (laughs) right so i just see like so much more potential and i think that really starts in education and i think it really starts with having 
a much more innovative approach to learning. Like our classrooms should be really integrated with um, like 3D printers and the latest technology so we can learn how to do things with that and take that out in the real world. Because I know when I leave university, I'm, I don't know how to use a 3D printer. I don't even know how it works, right? So it's up to me to learn that. And I think it's just very basic that we should be able to learn that and then go out into the world and say like, hey, like I've learned these skills. I've, I know what these technologies are and I know that we can use X, Y, Z in this setting and scenario. Yeah, no, it is really great highlights. And again, another insightful, uh, insightful feedback and, and thoughts there. I appreciate that. Now, um, this is a part of the conversation. I'd like to get a little bit more personal and, um, and share maybe with me and our audience, you know, what has been one of your biggest challenges in life? Um, and if, if you're open to sharing that, you know, how did you, how did you overcome it? Yeah, so a, a, a big challenge, I think, was moving here in grade 10, you know, at that age and when you have to really get serious about what you want to do in university and where you want that journey to go, what you want your future to look like. Um, and then the next thing was just two years later, I had to move to Toronto and one thing is that my parents aren't locally from Canada. We moved from halfway around the world. And obviously they're they're fantastic parents and they're really hardworking and they are busy with their own lives and setting up their own lives in a completely new country. And with that, you know, you get awarded a lot of like my parents have always awarded me a lot of freedom. But with that, you also get a lot of responsibility, right, to to make your own choices. And um, I think coming to Toronto and not knowing anybody, not having anybody that my parents knew even, or any friends, um, that was a challenge for sure. And having to navigate university with that, I think, again, this comes back to the information thing that we touched on before. There's so much information. How do you sift through it? How do you make decisions based off of that information that you have access to, you're able to get uh, in such an important time in your life? And I think, again, like the networking thing for me that I learned and I talked to you about, uh, I had to do that like from scratch by myself. And I didn't have like a like a connection or a friend already yeah. that's in the bank or that's uh, in school or an, uh, or an upper year student. So again, like I think having information, getting it, sifting through it, and making decisions taught me a lot. Yeah, and you know, <clears throat> thanks for sharing that that as well. And you know, thinking about um, those that might be listening to as newcomers to this country, um, you know, it it navigating that and and the moves you've made um obviously show that you have adaptability and the ability to um to embrace new things but but with those as well you know comes those challenges of you know being at a young age and setting yourself up for success and you know just what you said with your parents i i hadn't thought of that before and obviously it it to me it's wasn't so obvious was you know your parents are getting acclimated um, to their lives and their their new world of of Canada, and, and at the same time, you're a young person, you know, starting out with uh, with basically a clean slate. And um, 
Yeah, that I can I can see that. And thank you again for for sharing that that experience and some of the ideas there of how you how you dealt with that and overcame it and 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 um and sharing for that with our audience. Um next I would say um I heard this expression yesterday's dreams aren't always today's realities. Um focusing a little bit like on how our priorities change sometimes and thinking about um on in that uh, has there been a time where you know maybe you've thought you were going to do X, but ended up doing Z, or you, you know, kind of had to rethink things based on maybe even the fact that you changed your mind on something and wanted to pursue something else. Do you have anything that you might want to share with us? Um, yes, absolutely. I think this is an interesting question, a difficult one, I think, as well, very broad. And I'll say that I change my mind all the time and it's been really good. Like you make decisions based off of the information you have at a certain time and things literally change by the second. So adapt to that, like be open to being flexible. And, you know, maybe four months ago you thought you'd be doing an internship or you'd be doing summer school. Um, just do the best with what you have. I think that's been a real focus of mine right now is whatever time you have in your day, whatever opportunity you have in your day, like don't think of what you need or what you don't have. Um, think of like what you can do with the tools you have. I think that's a huge thing in my mindset that's shifted. You know, great response. And actually what you're talking about is being a lifetime learner, right? Being open mm -hmm. to that and open to the changes and, and embracing those. So, yeah, wonderful, wonderful response there. Um, one of the um, other things that I often talk to students and young people about is we often lead with what we do, not who we are. And as I think about values and what some of the guests that I've had so far and yourself, what values you think describe you as a person? And as we think about those values and those skills, that's what enables us to be successful. So, you know, what if someone was to ask you to describe yourself as a person and your values, um, what would you say that person might say about you or what, what would you say about yourself? I think uh, I have really great role models to look up to in my family. I'm very lucky, you know, with both my parents and uh, also lucky to have both my grandparents and like both on, on both sides, my grandparents on both sides, um, uh, like a, a great relationship with them, they're alive and well, and I'm so lucky that I have all of these people around me that are honestly, truly good people with good values and integrity who are really smart and just so easy to look up to and feel proud of. And that, that, that's it harder and harder to come by in some sense. So I think I've learned everything I know from them and all my best values and skills are just a culmination of what I've seen growing up, like what I've absorbed from them. And for for sure, like from my parents, I they they've they've helped me really be confident. Like we've we've obviously moved around quite a bit, but I've seen them just take things on and do them and come out successful on the other side and um 
you know, I think that really helps me take a step back from the moment when there's a challenging situation and objectively and calmly think about things, be confident in doing things my own way and having my opinions and thinking for myself, again, going back to that question earlier. And I think one thing I've always learned from them is and I really believe this, I really, really believe this, is that you've got to swing the bat. You've got to give it your best shot. So I think that's a value I have. And that's always helped me. Like it's helped me in very small things in life and also very like like some of the more bigger decisions. And an example of a really small thing would be like, okay, you know what? You forgot about an assignment or you have like a test tomorrow and you're just swamped. Like just give it your best shot. Like don't give up now. If you have two hours to study, like study the two hours. Don't don't like throw your hands up with small things or big things and just try. Like just try, you know? I yes, I agree. You know, have that confidence. Um, don't be afraid to get out there and put yourself out there and 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 make the best of things, right? I I, I think those are the three things I heard from you, and um, those of course will help others to be more successful and to think things through. Um, the last question I want to talk about or conversation I would like to have is. You know, this week, Monday was International Women's Day. I, I'm celebrating this week as International Women's Day week by inviting um, young women like yourself to the conversation with me. Um, I'm curious on um, on International Women's Day and, and what it represents. I'm curious what that day means to you. Uh, yes, sure. Great question. I think um, the one thing that the first thing and the most absolute thing that comes to mind with this question has to be my mom. <laughs> I, I <laughs> don't want to sound generic or cliche but really she she is just the most amazing woman um and literally the best mother person friend i do not know i have no clue what i would be doing without her um and i think it's really busy like it, it's just so busy for so many people and easy to get caught up in day-to-day -day life and not have um times to to, to just be mindful and I'm so lucky to have somebody like her and what I'm trying to say is that she she's led with this example and she set an example um, for me that's been so impactful to me and I just like to take this week to be grateful for her and appreciate that and just reflect on how important it is to have strong role models in your life yeah, how special. And uh, I, I too, I took the time this week to call my mom and call my sister and let them know how important and how special they have been in my, my life and so supportive. And, um, you know, we often get so caught up in things and um, we know in our hearts that that's there, but, you know, taking the time and recognizing and specifically recognizing your mom today, Ashani is super special. So thank you for Thank you for sharing that. Well, that's all the time we have today. I want to thank you, Ashani, for joining me and being a guest on the show. Um, your insights, you know, your determination, your thoughts, your advice, super inspiring. And I hope many of our guests today that are listening um, have uh, have taken away some opportunities to to think differently about things as I have. For the listeners, if you like what you heard today, please share this podcast with your network. 
and we will look to connect with a few more young women this week to hear their journeys as we celebrate International Women's Day week. This has been Coffee with Convery. Until next time, stay well.